The Big Fight Weekend Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP for your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you in part by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is the horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with a single entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you in part by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to Manscaped.com and use the promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. And we're also brought to you in part by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store to download it today. The countdown is on to fight time. This is Big Fight Weekend. Now, here is your host, TJ Reeves. Yes, ring the bell. We're back in one more time in January on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Great to be back with you. Great to have some action in the ring, whether it is Warren, Ohio, where Don King is back promoting some title fights in Northern Ohio, or it's Tulsa, Oklahoma, an ESPN top-ranked show there, and there are other fights that are coming in other parts of the United States and the world here in the coming days and weeks. We are all about it here on the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. I am merely the somewhat competent host. I have got a roll call of guests joining me here on the podcast. Look forward to talking with the Hall of Famer Ray Boom Boom Mancini. He'll be ringside for this Don King show in Warren, Ohio. The marquee fight is the WBC World Cruiserweight Championship fight. Junior Makabu, Alunga Junior Makabu. We'll fight a fellow African in Thabiso Machunu. Yes, Makabu Machunu. This is Cruiserweight World Title Fight. That's the biggest bout on the Don King card. Boom Boom Mancini, the former World Lightweight Champion, the Hall of Famer, will be here to help break it down, talk a little bit about Don King, talk about uh, boxing, big-time boxing coming back in the wintertime in Ohio. We're anxious to talk uh, with Boom Boom about that, so he'll be here straight ahead on the podcast. In a little bit, we will also hear from the trainer, the guy that is in the corner and has been with Keith one-time Thurman all the way through the rise to World Welterweight Championship status. Now Thurman knocked off by Manny Pacquiao, a two-and-a-half-year layoff. Two-and-a-half years ago, he lost that fight. He will be back, will Keith one-time Thurman. And in his corner, coming on Saturday, February the 5th, as we release the podcast this weekend, that's next weekend in Las Vegas, trainer of world champions previously, Dan Birmingham, will be here to talk all about Keith one-time Thurman, the fight with Mario Barrios. It's on Fox pay-per-view. Birmingham also was with Hall of Famer Winky Wright, former world champion Jeff Lacey. Get some great insight on Keith Thurman's training camp, the strategy against Barrios, as much as he'll give us here on the podcast, and much 
more about what this is going to be like a week from Saturday at the Mandalay Bay. Dan Birmingham later on the podcast. And wait a minute. How much is like the Ginsu steak knife uh, ads from back on on, uh, late night TV in the 1980s and early 90s? How much would you pay now for the Ginsu steak knife set? $19.95. $29.95. But wait, there's more. We've got heavyweight drama. What's going to happen between the rematch with Anthony Joshua and now unified heavyweight champion Alexander Usyk? It looked for a while this week like Joshua would take step-aside money and allow WBC heavyweight champion Tyson Fury to step in and fight Usyk instead. Now that appears to be muddled and off. So it looks like Joshua and Usyk are going to fight. Or are they going to 11th hour work something out where Fury makes that fight? Or does Fury end up having to finally fight Dillian White? He apparently doesn't want to fight Dillian White that badly, or the fight would have already been made. Dillian White is the uh, roundabout number one contender for the WBC version of the championship. Uh, there's an argument over the post uh, over the purse bid with whether he can get the right money to fight Fury or not. To help me sort it out, we'll go over to England. My guy, the boxing writer, David Payne of BoxingWriter.co.uk. That's his website. Love his insight on all things boxing. But in specific, when we talk, when we start talking about fighters in Europe and in the UK, and especially the heavyweights where there's more interest, David has fantastic historical perspective. I look forward to talking with him on sorting this mess out. Are we getting Joshua Usyk next? Joshua, out of the picture, we get Fury Usyk next. Will Fury maybe fight a non-title fight, a tune-up fight, to avoid fighting Dillian White altogether? That could happen. We'll wait and see. Again, David Payne later in the podcast to help me sort it out. By the way, I should make mention as well, however you found us, through a social media link, uh, through the Sports Gambling Podcast, their network of shows, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Thank you for logging on, logging in, and finding us here as part of the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. Make sure that you're following and subscribing. Thousands and thousands and thousands of you have found us through Sports Gambling Podcast, their network of shows, through the Big Fight Weekend website. The easiest way to get our preview podcast is to follow or subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Line it up. We come your way about midday on Friday Eastern time to preview the weekend and all the fights, which we'll be doing ongoing here as part of the show. Stays relevant all the way through the Saturday night action. And if developments warrant, we come back in with uh, recap podcasts and great uh, insight on breaking news or something if, if the developments warrant. And again, if you're following or subscribing on those podcast outlets, you get this podcast automatically. It will come right to you whenever we have a new one on your handheld device, your phone, your iPad, whatever it is. So we always appreciate that. Subscribe, hit the like button, give us a review, the whole bit. More people will find it. And again, thank you to all the fight fans. We hear from so many of you in response to the podcast and the Big Fight Weekend website. Keep reading on the website. Keep listening on the podcast. Subscribe up. Spread the word. We love it. Okay, with all of that out of the way in terms of promotion, let's get to it. And who better to lead things off on the podcast than a boxing Hall of Famer? He will be on the call of this championship doubleheader uh, with Junior Makabu defending the WBC Cruiserweight World title. Trevor Bryan is the WBA regular heavyweight champion. Usyk has the world championship belt as part of his unified titles. Trevor Bryan, though out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, is on the card for Don King on the co-feature fight here, uh, battling against Jonathan Guidry out of Louisiana. And to help me preview it is Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Love the Hall of Famer. He's from that area. Let's get to our conversation and the preview of the fight Saturday night from Don King. There is no trickeration here. The Don King promoted fight card is happening. And let's start talking about it right now. 
It is really cool to get to talk to fighters like this on the Big Fight Weekend podcast, former world lightweight champion, boxing hall of famer, and he's on the call. World title fights this weekend, Warren, Ohio, Don King Productions, only in America, Don King, and only in Warren, Ohio. And that's not far from Youngstown, Ohio, where Ray Boom Boom Mancini is from, and he is with us now on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. All right. At the risk of being accused of being a fanboy or whatever, I know you get this all the time. I was a huge Boom Boom Mancini fan as a little guy in the 80s. You get that all the time. So this is a kick to talk to Ray Boom Boom Mancini on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. How are you? How are things? TJ, that's very kind of, very kind of you to say. I'm doing good, thank God. And, uh, you know, it's good to be back home. Getting a major fight of this magnitude uh, back here in the Youngstown, Warren area. Uh, who would have thunk it, right? I mean, we're, you know, it's 10 degrees. There's about six inches of snow. This isn't your natural. And we're at the Avalon Resort and Hotel. Not your typical resort, obviously. But, it, you know, um, I'm very happy that I was able to help bring this fight back to the, to the area. Um, great night of fighting. I, I take two world title fights, four North American titles. But, you know, these are, this, this is the type of stuff that you don't get a chance to get in this area very often. So an opportunity that, that we're doing these fights, if the people show out, come support it, we'll be able to bring more big fights like this to the areas soon. And, of course, the guy behind it is now 90 years old. I cannot yeah, believe that, yeah. Don King. He was promoting your wow. fights back 35, 40 years ago. It's a homecoming for him back in Ohio. But say something right. about that. This is incredible that Don King is still around right. and involved, Ray. Well, that's the thing. You know, I, I don't think too many people, including himself, thought he'd be back around at 90 years old. And uh, it's a testament to the man. It's a testament uh, to his longevity, not only the longevity, but his consistency, consistency of being at the top in the sport. Uh, you, know, can you, you know, all the big fights that he's done, we know. Uh, Don's, if, if, you have a, if you have a much more promoters and boxing promoters of all time, he's one of them. And, um, you know, and, and the reason when it came to me, and I, and I thought of Warren, Ohio, you know, Packer Musical, 1,900 seats, but 1,900 seats that are filled sound like 19,000. You know what I mean? It's a great facility. It's one of the really great uh, uh, rev, um, venues for boxing in there. I fought more fights there on the way up than I fought in my hometown in Youngstown, though it's the next town over. You know, I fought six fights on the way up. And uh, believe me, the people right on top of you, you can't get a bad seat in the joint. It's just a great, great facility for boxing. The fact that Don's bringing it back, that, you know, look, here we are in the middle of winter, and we got fighters coming from Africa. We got contingencies from South America, you know, Central America, Mexico coming to, for the, uh, to, to be here. It's a great influx of uh, uh, interlocal economy. Uh, it's a great recognition for the area uh, to show that we are, we, are, we are more than just a a steel mill town where we're more than passe we are relevant and uh it's just a great great uh, time for the area and i'm hoping people come out show out support it and we'll be able to bring big other big uh fights like this to the area it's just it's just a, it's gonna be a great weekend and i'm looking forward to tomorrow night 
Look, looking forward to seeing what's going to happen there in Warren, Ohio. Yeah. And again, you can watch it as well through DonKing.com. We'll plug this again a couple of more times yeah. and through the pay-per-view arms through DonKing.com to be able to watch this. Let's get into it. We got two uh, title fights. So one of them is the WBA regular heavyweight championship. Trevor Bryan out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Jonathan Guidry got the phone call out of Louisiana to be part of this. Just give me a quick thought or preview on Bryan Guidry, big fellas, heavyweights. What do we think, Boom Boom Mancini? Well, well, no, the thing is, for John, uh, for Trevor Bryant, it's a big, big uh, event for him because not very many people know that he's the WBA heavyweight champ. That's no knock on him. Hell of a fighter. He can fight, and, but it's, a, it's an opportunity for him to be showcased in front of the world. This a heavyweight champ of the world, too. And this kid can fight. Not the guy, Johnson, did we come in last minute, but he's one of the guys that are hungry. He's hungry. He's hungry for success. He's hungry to, to, to take over. And, you know, he takes on any challenge. So I expect it to be a dogfight. I really do. Uh, and then, of course, we got the, the WBC Cruiserweight title fight. And, and I'm going to kill these names. So, you know, Junior Let Ma- me help Ma- you first Ma- of all. Junior Makabu. Junior Makabu is the champion, the WBC and Cruiserweight champion. And then he is. Makunu. 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 He's been practicing. All right. So Makunu. And Makabu have fought before, and Makabu right. knocked him out about six years ago, six and a half years ago. Yeah. That's the cruiserweight title fight. So, in a rematch situation like this, when you're the fighter that has scored the knockout, what's the mentality here? What's the mentality for both? Because again, for Makunu, uh, it, he is a guy that uh, that is on the revenge angle for this fight as well. Right. Here, they, these guys have right. fought before, Boom Boom. Well, yes, they fought before, knew each other very well, and it was a very close fight until Makabu uh, caught him in the 11th round. So it wasn't a quick fight. It was a long, arduous, hard fight, and, and one guy got caught and went. So now, six years later, boom. So it should be better. Uh, it should be more aware of each other, uh, more skilled, and hopefully uh, just better fighters all around. So chance for revenge. And... Uh, Look, the fact that they came from Africa to Warren, Ohio, for this fight is how bad they want it. They want, both want this fight that bad. They're willing to leave not only their, their country, their continent, to come halfway around the world to showcase it in a, in a place that no, very few people know but will know after Saturday night. And as Don King says, only in America. Make it happen. Only in America. That's <laughs> only it. in America. Sure. Make it make it happen. For Makabu, this is this is something that is out there. The belief is he's at least in the conversation to fight Canelo Alvarez, that Canelo that, would move up to fight him. What does that add to this fight Saturday night? And how does Makabu keep that in perspective? Don't worry about Canelo. Don't worry about a mega payday because there's a guy in front of you that could mess it up, Ray Mancini. Well, that's exactly what you just said. You can't look, you know, you, you can't look down the end of the road if you're not looking in front of you as you go along. This guy is ready. Uh, he, you know, the point they offered him step aside money, which you know, which is common in the fight game. Step aside, let this fight happen. And you can take on the winner. He said, No, 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 no. I want the fight now. So he's 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 the fly in the ointment, so to speak. That why the fight didn't happen right away between Canelo and uh, uh, Macabre. And, and supposedly, I'm not sure, but they say Canelo might be at ringside for this. But uh, look, Canelo is the big is, is the big dog in the game now. Everybody wants that fight, and I'm gonna tell you. But these both guys are big. I watched them. I didn't see them fight yet, but the big, strong guys. And and I'm saying maybe Canelo may be taking off a little more than he can chew with these guys, man. Because both guys can fight. I've seen tapes of them, and they're both hungry, man. 
And so, and they're not taking us in the one ain't letting those taking those step aside money. He wants to fight now, and then if Canelo wants to move up, he can challenge him. So, uh, both guys, I, I'm excited. I think it's it's you know two guys from the neighborhood who, who are who, who had long long running dispute. Those are always the best fights. Understood on that one, and and it's a good perspective and kind of humorous. It's one thing for Canelo to move up from like 154 to 160. This is moving up from 168 potentially to 190 at cruiserweight. That is a whole different thing if it happens down the road. So we'll wait to see what happens with Canelo. One more time, I know you're with Bob Alexander, the legendary play-by-play guy that's done a bunch of work with Don King. How big of a thrill is it to be at ringside with a headset on calling the fights, Boom Boom Mancini? Well, I, I love it. I love it. I've been doing it. I've done it for every major network through the years, over the last 40 years. I love it. I, I, I think I'm fairly good at it. And um, I, I try to be, you know, I, I'm a lover of fighters. I'm a lover of the fight team. I'm a lover of fighters. And, uh, you know, you just try to give people the best the insight. You know, you want, you don't want to talk about what people are looking at. You can see a guy get smacked with the right hand. You want to give him the insight. Why did that guy throw a certain punch? Why, why is he waiting to throw a certain punch? You know, why is he making certain movements? Why, how's he setting them up? How's he drawing them into traps? Things like that. That's my job, to try to set up some insight. And I hope I do well. I hope I do well enough. A little bit of a homecoming, Ray Boom Boom Mancini, Youngstown, Ohio. What a great story, Hall of Famer. And about 30 minutes away to the north is Warren, Ohio, where Don King's Productions is back with a uh, championship doubleheader Saturday night. DonKing.com has the pay-per-view. Ray Boom Boom Mancini, thank you. This is a pleasure to have you on. Love to get you on again. I know you're busy. You've got fighter meetings. We made the interview work. Thank you. We look forward to seeing you you on the call. And we look forward to the fight Saturday night. TJ, thank you for having me. I'm I'm flattered. I'm honored. And I would love to do it again. Let me know. I'd be be honored to do it. Enjoyed that greatly. Getting a chance to talk with Boom Boom Mancini again once more through DonKing.com and Fight TV. You can see the pay-per-view. Again, the marquee is Makabu, Junior Makabu. Uh, who is making the second defense of his Cruiserweight Championship. Will Canelo Alvarez be there ringside? We will wait and see. By the way, for our friends at Sports Gambling Podcast, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, and uh, those that are interested in wagering, Makabu is only a minus 145 favorite. This is basically a pick fight with Machunu. It's a rematch. Again, it's the second title defense for Makabu. These are big dudes uh, here in this showdown, in this matchup. Uh, very interesting on uh, the prop bets here and the under-over on a round under-over. It looks like what I'm seeing here, the under-over is eight and a half rounds on this one. Um, again, uh, Machunu has a couple of big decision wins recently. Makabu, pretty big puncher uh, throughout his career. Let's see what happens in that fight. And again, Trevor Bryan is a much heavier favorite here at this point with Jonathan Guidry. He is a minus 1,600 on the list here. So 16 to 1 to retain his version of the WBA title. And let's be honest, I mean, Bryan is not going to get in the world championship mix no matter what. Uh, here for the rest of this year and probably for the foreseeable short-term 12 to 18 months because that's going to be reserved for what looks like will be the Anthony Joshua-Alexander Usyk rematch. Tyson Fury appears to be fighting Dillian White. Then Fury more than likely fighting the winner of the Joshua-Usyk fight. So Trevor Bryan's got to wait his turn and see what kind of opportunity, if he gets this win, he would have at a bigger fight, especially here in the United States, as it looks like all of those fights will be staged over in the U.K. later this year for the heavyweights, the big-time heavyweights. David Payne will have much more insight and info on that coming up here a little bit later on in 
in the podcast. Right now, though, let us segue. It is a former world welterweight champion. I've got some love for Keith one-time Thurman. I'm based here in West Central Florida in the Tampa St. Pete Clearwater area. One time out of Clearwater, Florida, at one time was the WBA world welterweight champion with successful, uh, tremendous performances over Sean Porter, over Danny Garcia, Then that Manny Pacquiao guy, the Hall of Famer, beat him in July of 2019. It has now been 31 months since Keith Thurman has fought, by the way, when he steps in the ring in February, on February 5th, next Saturday. Let's get some insight into one time, his fight upcoming with Mario Barrios, what's his mindset after a long layoff, and much more. Dan Birmingham, fantastic world championship trainer. Been doing it for almost 50 years, believe it or not. Involved in the sport some 40 years as a boxing trainer. Dan is in the corner with one-time Thurman. Let's hear from him as we roll along here on the program. Yes, as I mentioned, I have been looking forward to this, and it has been far too long. He is back, and he is back in the corner with Keith one-time Thurman, who is back coming up February 5th in Las Vegas. Mario Barrios is the opponent as the former WBA World Welterweight Champion is back on pay-per-view with Premier Boxing Champions and Fox Sports. And Dan Birmingham, who's in that corner uh, with uh, Keith one-time Thurman, is back with us on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. It has been far too long. That is my fault. But it is fantastic to have you on because you and I go way back. We don't want to admit how old we are, Dan Birmingham. We go way back into the 1990s. It's good to have you back and good to talk to you. Thank you. I don't mind saying I'm 70 years old, but I, I feel like I'm 50. Is 50 yes. old? I don't. <laughs> no, I don't consider that. I'm now I'm now about to be the big 5'2". Uh, I'm area 51 right now. Uh, my, my wife has the best idea for the shirt. She saw it somewhere, which in, in your case, it would be 70 is the new 50 and 930 is the new bedtime. And I'm fine with that. I think we're all I think we're all fine with that, except the, the basketball games stay on later. But in any event... Uh, you have been great all the time to come on with me, whether we're talking Winky Wright, the Hall of Famer, Jeff Lacey, the world champion, or one-time Thurman. I just got to ask you, back in the corner, back in training, back with Keith now getting ready for this fight, how excited are you that uh, that we're about to see one time again? Oh, I'm excited. Team Thurman's excited. I'm sure the fans are excited. Keith always puts on a, you know, a good show. He's not uh, a guy that runs. He likes to go toe-to-toe, and the fans love that. I know uh, you have various roles in terms of training your fighter and tactics, but psychology is a big part of this. And Keith has been very open, Dan, about dealing with the layoff, dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, dealing even with injury again. Uh, Just tell me about helping him get through psychologically. We're going to get back in the ring. Hang in there, keep training, stay mentally strong. What has that been like? Well, I mean, we say all that all the time. Chris Getty and I, you know, we push them and try to get the, the most out of them day by day in the gym. I mean, it's all about training hard, staying focused, being in shape and ready to fight. And I know Chris, obviously the son of Ben Getty, uh, Chris's dad who discovered Keith Thurman and Keith in the buildup here has been talking openly uh, about that relationship and how Ben nurtured him and made him into a world champion. Uh, what is that aspect like for you to be with uh, Ben's son, the late Ben Getty's son, and have him there with you? And and now you're back in the ring on a pay-per-view for you and Chris together with, with Keith Thurman. 
Well, Chris and I go way back. I mean, we've been around each other for many, many years now. And we're just used to each other. And it's, it's really an honor to have a Getty in the corner, an extra voice. You know, Chris studies boxing. He knows boxing. He's been around it since he was a little kid. So he's an extra voice. No doubt. As we talk here with Dan Birmingham, the trainer to the stars, I love this man's uh, insight. You know, Keith said another thing, too. He said, I, I really felt like I let Ben Getty down. I, I feel like I disappointed everybody. How did you help him get past that part that Manny Pacquiao is a Hall of Fame fighter? The one loss you have is to a Hall of Fame fighter and you still have career in front of you. Uh, t- take me through that part of it as well, getting over and getting past that part of it. Well, I mean, fighters, let's face it, they have giant egos. They're fighters. You know, a loss really does something to their head. But I think I think uh, Keith has gotten over it. I mean, he's still going to express it from time to time. Nobody enjoys a loss. But Keith is very strong-minded and very intelligent. So I, I expect him to be great on fight night. Okay, Mario Barrios, we know some things about. We saw him with Gervonta Davis, even in a loss. Shows some toughness. He's obviously durable. He's got a punch. What it, when you scout him, what do you see here that is the challenge in this pay-per-view coming up on February 5th? Well, I see a fighter that uses his legs, mixes it up, is very smart. Uh, he's been around the game for a long time. I mean, it's going to be a tough fight. This is no easy guy. But at this stage, Keith doesn't get easy fights no fighters do when you're when they're paying you and they're paying on pay-per-view they expect you to fight and they expect you to fight a good game fighter and that will be the case obviously with this one so at the time that we are doing this interview it is the week before all of the hullabaloo as i like to say the circus get there have the final press conference have the weigh-in etc in the training regiment what is the week before the week of the fight like as you prepare and as you hone in dan well i mean we're done with sparring we're done with sparring number one by then and now it's just you know doing a lot of mitt work keeping his sharpness his distance his timing you know keeping him in shape keeping him ready but uh, the sparring is over with at this stage. Understood. Uh, fighters talk about this all the time. I, I don't know that I've specifically heard Keith say this, but I've heard numerous fighters. Winky Wright talked about this, that uh, when you've been away for a little bit or you're concerned about a, a big opponent or a fight, that that there's always the, that concern or whatever until you get in there and you either throw the first punch or you get hit with the first punch and you're fine and you're ready to go. Uh, it, it has been over two and a half years here for Keith. How anxious is he to either deliver that first blow in round one, take a punch and be fine and be ready to go? What What is that part like as well? Well, Keith, number one, he's chomping at the bit to get back in the ring. I mean, this is the only job he's ever had. He's been a fighter his whole life. So the time away, I mean, day by day, it's eating at him. It's eating at him. So he's he's got that accumulated in his mind so now he just wants to go forth with the fight win the fight get it over with come back home yeah that's the idea that is the mentality here for keith thurman as he takes on mario barrios one more time for the fans that are out there listening here as part of the big fight weekend podcast uh and believe it or not despite my best efforts there actually is some audience dan birmingham i say jokingly wink wink there are some that are out there listening and they love the the sweet science love the fights Tell them more about this pay-per-view because, again, Barrios is, is a guy that we suspect will give Keith a challenge. Tell them more about why they should be signing up and buying the pay-per-view for February 5th. 
Well, it's a, it's a battle between between two great warriors on Saturday, February 5th, in Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas on Fox Pay-Per-View. It doesn't get any bigger or better than that. And we're just we're just, we're ready to go. Yeah. Ready I, to go. I know I know you wish it was this Saturday that it was this weekend, but now we're ready for that for uh, for next weekend. You do such a good job with psychology with the fighters. I need your help with me after Tom Brady and the Buccaneers lost last weekend and are not playing anymore in the NFL playoffs or the Super Bowl. Won the Super Bowl last year, but now they're out of the playoffs. I need some Dan Birmingham pep talk. I don't know what I, I got to get some of that in the corner like what well, you do. Your magic. It's just like a world champion fighter. They they get knocked down, they get back up. The team will get back up. Tom Brady is, is one of the greats. It's yeah. one of the greats. He's going to assess everything, you know, as time goes on till next season, and hopefully he comes back. Everybody in the Tampa Bay loves him. He's like, you know, I, I haven't missed a game, and I'm a Browns fan. <laughs> I haven't missed a Bucks game. <laughs> but I, I think I think he's going to, you know, pull it back together and come back and win another title. I uh, another I think. Season. I love it. I think the same way, and I'm I'm thinking and 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 wanting the same for Keith. One time, Thurman again. He and Mario Barrios coming February fifth. Las Vegas uh, Premier Boxing Champions Fox Sports Pay Per View. You are the best to always come on with me, and you've been doing it again. Man, you are not this old. I'm not, I'm old. You've been doing this since the mid 1990s <laughs> with Winky Wright, and we go back that far. Thank you for no, always answering the call and the text message, Dan Birmingham. You you always do. You're welcome, but I had my first amateur fight in 1968. <laughs> you're not supposed to be telling people that. Tell them, hey, you can start fibbing a little. Tell them that you have the first amateur fight was 78. Nobody will fact check you on that. Just slip that by them. You're a young man. You don't look it. it was, you don't look it. It was 68, and I was at a 112-pound division, <laughs> but I only weighed 85 pounds because that was the lowest weight class back then. And when I went to the weigh-in in, in downtown Youngstown at the Salvation Army, as I was stepping on the scale, the 10 kids that were in my weight class, one, one kid just said, boy, you better bring a gun like that. And my trainer said, don't say nothing, Dan. And I wasn't going to say anything anyway. But I ended up doing really well. Listen to you. Listen to you. He was an amateur fighter, and again, he's a trainer of world champions. I think is a contender for the Boxing Hall of Fame, by the way, if I do say so my biased self. He is Dan Birmingham. He'll be in the corner with Keith one-time Thurman as the road to trying to get the world title back in the welterweight division. Begins with Mario Barrios and Thurman on the Fox PBC pay-per-view coming February 5th. Always a treat. Always a treat to talk to you. Best of luck. I look forward to talking to you after victory. Here for Keith Thurman. Coming up, Dan Birmingham. Same here, TJ. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, and anytime I'm ready. One-time Thurman and Mario Barrios. Fox pay-per-view Saturday night, February 5th, a week from Saturday, Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. We appreciate Dan uh, giving me some time, some insight into the mindset of Keith Thurman. He is a mentally strong guy. He's had to be. He's had injuries. He's had long layoffs before. Let's see what he will look like. Will there be some rust? Will one time? He's known for that as in the nickname of it only takes one time for me to hit you with the right hand. Let's see if one time will be one time against Barrios, who hung in there with uh, Gervonta Davis. We'll preview that fight specifically much more next week. But good to hear from, as I like to say, trainer uh, of the stars, Dan Birmingham, who had Winky Wright, who had Jeff Lacey, who's had Keith Thurman, a bunch of world champions out of that St. Pete Boxing Club. Love, uh, love his insight here into his guy, Keith Thurman, for next week. 
And we'll see what happens in that matchup. More of a preview next week on the show. All right, more to come here, including the heavyweight mess. And to help me sort it out, who's fighting whom next? Anthony Joshua, Alexander Usyk rematch, Tyson Fury in the mix. What about this step-aside money? The boxing writer, David Payne from the U.K. in England, will be here to help sort it out as we continue. Stay with us. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Tennessee, New Jersey, and Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play with exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports, all of it, from the NBA to the NFL winding down to the NHL, golf starting up, MMA, WNBA, college basketball, and more. And WinBet is now beginning pre-registration for the state of Louisiana. Place a $10 bet, and regardless of the outcome, you'll get $250 in free bets when WinBet goes live in Louisiana. All other new customers, you have a chance to get $200 in free bets with that same $10 bet. Great promos, odds, payouts, everything happening right now at WinBet. For boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you in part by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for the family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package, and you can join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Use our promo code SGP at manscaped.com. And if the math is correct, that's about $8 million of balls with Manscaped. What's in the performance package that you ask? Well, it's arrived. It's a game changer. You'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Retriever Toner, performance boxer briefs, and even a travel bag to hold all of the goodies. Manscaped even is throwing in gifts, extra gifts in the performance package. The Manscaped boxers, the shed travel bag, bring your comfort and your boxers to the next level. It's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com, get 20% off, free shipping with the promo code SGP. And don't forget, we've got the performance package 4.0. Everything that I was talking about is in that performance package 4.0. It's all part of Manscaped. And use the promo code SGP. Hey, we're also brought to you in part by Stable Duel. There are never enough things to gamble on, and one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. And the best part is now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with one entry. And this Saturday, they even have a $40,000 contest. If you don't know anything about horses, not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day. Free games weekly at all tracks all over the United States. Get the app. 
Create the account. Start building your stable today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against other stables. You can even follow them on the app and compare your own stats to theirs. Download it now, StableDuel.com, and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win with Stable Duel. And we're brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. If you're not using PropSwap, you're just missing out. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell those sports bets, and you can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use our promo code SGP, and your first deposit from PropSwap will be doubled up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. And if you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. Look, there's nothing more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs, and last weekend, PropSwap had its biggest weekend ever as bettors from across the country cashed in on Super Bowl futures. Like Zach from Colorado, who sold a $100, 150-to-1 Bengals Super Bowl ticket for $1,500. Zach locked his profit in when he turned his $100 bet into $1,500, and the buyer got better odds than any sports book is giving right now with Cincinnati in the AFC title game. The average prop swapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets through PropSwap. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or just download the app in the Google Play or the Apple Store. PropSwap, it's where America buys and sells sports bets. And a reminder, the SGPN app is right there live now in the App Store and the Google Play Store. This app gives you easy access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts, everything in the content from the SGPN family of shows and everything that's going on on the app. Don't forget, give us an app review. Download the SGPN app today in the App Store and the Google Play Store. Look for us. It's the SGPN app. We're back on Big Fight Weekend. Now, here's your host, TJ Reeves. As mentioned, I love the insight of this man from across the pond. I didn't even say it with an accent this time. We're back in and we're back talking with the boxing writer, David Payne. The site is boxingwriter.co.uk. If anybody can help me straighten out the heavyweight madness going on in specific with the Gypsy King Tyson Fury, with Anthony Joshua, Alexander Usyk, as best as anyone can decipher what's going on. My man, David Payne, is back aboard to try to help me do that. First of all, Happy New Year. First time this year we've talked with you, uh, and and we've got heavyweight news. It's just not in the ring, sir, so it's good to have you. Oh, thanks for inviting me, as always. Happy New Year to you and your listeners, TJ. Um, Good to be on. It's been very quiet in the UK for a few weeks, so it's, uh, it's good that things are starting to ramp up, and obviously heavyweights to the fore again with our old favourites, Fury and Joshua and the rest. So um, it'd be good to try and pick our way through it. Okay, so just uh, in the quick chronology, the British tabloids, always known for never overstating, perhaps uh, even exaggerating or making something up, began to write and report that Anthony Joshua was close to stepping aside. Very similar to David Payne's deals to step aside. 15 million pounds, roughly 20 million U.S., to get out of the way, not rematch Alexander Usyk, and let Tyson Fury fight Usyk later this summer. 
Joshua comes out in the chronology and says, uh-uh, if it doesn't come from me, that's not true. He didn't exactly deny there are talks, but he didn't confirm it's close or the amount. Now Tyson Fury has gone on blast, blasting everybody, I think, but the queen over there on why this stuff hasn't gotten done. David, what do you make of this? How realistic is it? Do you think that Joshua would agree to step aside and let a Fury-Usyk fight happen, and then Joshua gets paid in the short term and is guaranteed the winner? How realistic do you believe that is? Uh, well, as he said, he wants to be in control of his own destiny. Unfortunately, he sacrificed a little bit of that by losing, didn't he? Um, so, but he's still a big cash cow, uh, if nothing else. If we just park for a second how competitive he'll be in any of these fights that we mentioned, uh, given his performances over the last year or two. Um, I'm not sure I could see the logic. There was an argument made and I could follow the logic of um, he needs to beat Usyk to get a Tyson Fury fight. That's not an easy prospect. Would it be better to let them to beat some lumps out of each other or take the winner, um, whoever that might be, for all of the prizes? Um, and I could, I, I could follow that logic. But then... If this shows us anything, it's just how complicated this stuff is to make happen. And it's very hard to make a watertight agreement with all those variables and different parties to follow through on the idea that Joshua kicks his heels or takes another fight with all the risk that that presents. And we've seen the risk that he can find himself in with people he's expected to beat, um, as well as... What certainty does he have about Fury and Usyk fulfilling their obligation post-fight? Who knows that that doesn't become a rematch that all the world wants to see? Who knows if Fury wins that he decides he's going to have nine months off Who and you're back to putting your career in the hands of others. So I guess he has a contracted rematch with one of the main two protagonists. A victory in that puts him in a very competitive position uh, in terms of and negotiations with Fury, if that then follows on, and he's got the redemption he seeks. Whereas if he gives that up, he's back into a bit of a, a, a maze um, of trying to get back to where he already is. So I could see the logic, and then I can see how they've come full circle and come back to the decision that for all the risk Usyk presents, um, it's probably the safest bet in terms of getting some control and, and keeping ownership of, of his own career. And obviously, Eddie Hearn is involved in this, uh, who runs Matchroom Boxing, has the agreement obviously in place for Joshua Usyk. Hearn very specifically answered some of this and said earlier in the week, Joshua won't do it. He will not step aside from this ultimately. So maybe all of this is just for our benefit, discussion, hype outside the ring, and ultimately Joshua is going to fight Usyk. So one more thing in the soap opera and in the mess is Dillian White, who has waited in the wings seemingly for uh, the better part of a couple of years. Now, some of that is because he got cold cocked and knocked out by Alexander Povetkin, and it made a lot of people say, what number one contender when that happened? Okay, they're trying to sort through that. On the David Payne crystal ball, on the number mm -hmm. scale, one, it does not happen at all. Ten, it absolutely happens. Where does Fury fighting Dillian White next land on your number scale i'm curious i'm always curious on these numbers where does it come in real quick okay i think uh, to answer the question I'm, I'm probably getting towards a six or a seven now uh, that, that big up. okay that yeah, big that, yeah. that encourages me keep going yeah uh, 
And I think um, Dillian White obviously has had some brickbats over the last couple of years. It was fashionable for a while to talk about him as the leading contender and to admire the decent, solid body of work that he was putting together when a lot of guys like Wilder and Fury, and Fury wasn't even fighting a lot of that time, or had just come back to fighting, having had the long hiatus, Wilder was fighting stiffs, etc. Joshua was the king of the hill and white had done okay against him while a relative novice. So it was fashionable for a while. Then it was fashionable to say that he deserves a shot. Then it became slightly less fashionable to say he deserves that shot. Once he got trounced by Povetkin, once it became public that he'd essentially turned down a shot at Joshua in a rematch for pretty much all the belts. Um, so the, the kind of sympathy for him waned. And now it's become fashionable to, to kind of decry what he is yep. and demean what he's done. And um, that's unfortunate. But the thing for White is the clock is ticking. He's in his approaching mid-30s. If he's not 35 now, he must be 34, I would guess. I should know, I suppose. But the clock is ticking. His form line is more erratic. And um, if he really is clamouring for an extra million here or an extra million there, he's going to end up missing the window uh, of his best opportunity to actually land a big shot and win one of these fights. So... It's not my career, it's not my health. <laughs> I would hope that common sense prevails and he takes a shot for a good a good purse and gets the shot that you may say he deserves, you may not. That's that's uh, your prerogative. But Love this man's inside. Just a few more minutes, he's got to run. So do we on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. David Payne, boxingwriter.co.uk. Love him on social media as the boxing writer. Great insight on all fights, but especially in the UK. He's our go-to guy. Hey, you and I are old enough to remember that the heavyweight champion or big time champions would fight non-title fights and they would mm. fight tune-up fights and not have to fight it. The rumor is that Fury has no interest in fighting Dillian White and he might fight a tune-up, a non-title fight, almost unheard of in the modern day of boxing against somebody else over in the UK and wait for the winner of Usyk Joshua, the rematch. You buying that at all real quick? Um. Well, you may have read things that I've not read. You may have heard interviews that I've not seen. I would, I would never rule anything out because he is, um, he he loves pursuing the unusual, doesn't he? And he's done things that have surprised us along the way, both in the ring and outside the ring, for good and uh, and not so good. Um, but I think, I think Dillian White is a good fight for him. I think he's a very beatable guy. There's credit in beating him. He will. The credit will disappear. I'm sure everyone will say that White was hopeless forever if Fury deals with him. But he's kind of predictable. He's limited offence. And I think Fury would deal with him. And he keeps the WBC belt. It's a good fight to sell in the UK if yep. that's what he wants to do. Um, so, And he hasn't fought in the UK for quite some time. So that could be good. Um, and I think White is just about a sellable commodity further afield too. He's known enough. Um, for his his profile over the last few years. So um, I'd be surprised if it's a nobody. I'd be surprised if it's some sort of carnival performance um, because I think Fury could do with a fight. And I think that would be good prep for particularly Joshua, if Joshua were to be Usyk. Um, Usyk is a bit harder to prepare for. But um, yeah, I think I'd be surprised if it's a nobody in the Middle East. But as I said, I wouldn't rule anything out. 
Yeah, don't rule anything out with the heavyweights. I need a I need a quick answer here. Can we just get the fights? Aren't you with me? <laughs> that's can my line, just, TJ. That's can, my line. Yes, can, we're in agreement. We're uh, we believe though that Usyk and Joshua can happen in April or May. Can we just go ahead and announce that and start the timeline on what happens in the fall? Let Fury figure it out. With let's get the fights, David. Just one more time before you go, right? Absolutely. It's true in the heavyweights. It's true in the welterweights. It's true in every division, isn't it? We need it more often. Um, until your preceding question, I was kind of thinking, well, the conclusion of all this is that at some point we're going to see these four fight each other. Mm -hmm. We're going to see some version, two or three of these fights out of however many permutations there are, because there aren't many options beyond them, are they? We can't really go back to Wilder. Joe Joyce is a little further away. So there's there's not much coming behind. So these these guys know this is where the big money is. This is where the challenge is. And hopefully we will we will see those in the spring and the fall, as you say. All right. We'll find out if it happens again. Boxingwriter.co.uk. The boxing writer on social media. We even repurpose his stuff from time to time on Big Fight Weekend. You are always the best. Joining me late night from England, trying to sort out the heavyweights. We did the best we could. David Payne, thank you as always, my friend. Great stuff. My pleasure, TJ. Take care. Love that man. Love his insight. Great stuff, as always, from David Payne. And what will happen with those heavyweights? Again, read David Moore at boxingwriter.co.uk. Great historical perspective. We also often put his stuff up here as part of the bigfightweekend.com website. As it goes hand-in-hand with the podcast. Love uh, David's insight here on the heavyweights. And it looks like we are getting some clarity that it's going to be Joshua Usyk in the rematch. The step aside will not happen. The big payday will not happen for Joshua to move out of the way and then be guaranteed the winner of a Fury-Usyk fight. And as David points out, rightfully so, if you're Anthony Joshua and you take that step aside money and Tyson Fury, let's say, beats Alexander Usyk, what if Tyson Fury says, I don't care about fighting Anthony Joshua anymore. I'll retire. I'll flake out like he did before when he won the undisputed title over Vladimir Klitschko and disappeared for a couple of years and didn't fight anybody. So Joshua could be further frustrated by taking the step aside versus what's right in front of you. What's the bird in the hand? You have a contractual rematch. Go fight Usyk. Go get your titles back. The risk again for Joshua, if Usyk defeats him, then there is no momentum. It's dead for Anthony Joshua to be part of an undisputed title fight with Tyson Fury. Who cares at that point? At that point, if he loses, Joshua will have lost three times in his previous five fights. And in terms of marketability, that's probably it. He would have to win and win significantly a couple of times to get back into consideration for being a big-time championship fighter. And then the Usyk-Fury uh, fight will happen and more than likely would have a rematch for whoever wins or loses on that. With Usyk being undefeated, if, U- if Usyk defeats Joshua twice, there's obviously going to be two fights with Tyson Fury, no matter who wins down the road. So I understand David's point uh, on all of that, and we'll wait for more news on when does Joshua Usyk get firmed up. And what will happen with uh, Fury and Deontay? uh, Fury already has defeated Deontay Wilder twice. What will happen with Fury and Dillian White uh, with the whole purse bid situation? And how will that shake out as well? I did make mention earlier in the podcast that Top Rank and ESPN does have a fight card as well. Saturday night, Tulsa, Oklahoma, not a championship fight card. Uh, Robson Consecao and Xavier Martinez in the main event. We saw Consecao fighting uh, Oscar Valdez back uh, last fall when Valdez had the drug testing controversy. And as it turns out, um, 
Consacao hung in there and, and fought well for a lot of that fight before Valdez finally won the decision in the controversial fight in Arizona where he was allowed to fight despite the positive drug test. So in any in any event, that is the main event for uh, Top Rank's show, ESPN in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Consacao only um, is a slight underdog, actually. Xavier Martinez is favored, minus 140 in this fight for our friends at Sports Gambling Podcast. And uh, the wagering, if you're looking to wager, probably going to be a hotly contested fight uh, in this one. Also, Muhammad Ali's grandson, Nico Ali Walsh, is on this undercard as well. We'll see what he can do on uh, on the undercard in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That is on ESPN Saturday. And again, one more time, the Don King fight card. I can't believe we're sitting here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast talking about 90-year-old Don King back in the boxing promotion picture. Again, Bob Arum is now 90 years old as well, but he has been promoting much more frequently, much more big-name fighters, more lucratively for years, for the last couple of decades, in his 70s and his 80s with top-ranked boxing and their deals. But Don King is back. Don King on a little lower level with these title fights. Warren, Ohio. It's called Return to Greatness for him. Back in Ohio, in Ohio where it all started for him. Uh, King's uh, 50-year run virtually as a boxing promoter continues on Saturday night as Junior Makabu fights uh, Thabiso Machunu. That is the WBC cruiserweight title fight. Both guys obviously from Africa. Uh, Makabu originally from the Congo, now fights out of South Africa. And in Machunu's case, South African-born. And as Ray Boom Boom Mancini said all the way back at the beginning of this podcast, it tells you about the power of the drawing card, the name of Don King, the money that's being put out there. These guys come all the way to Warren, Ohio to be part of this fight coming Saturday night. Boom Boom on the call with Bob Alexander. Uh, for Saturday night, Fight TV, DonKing.com on the pay-per-view. I don't know how many will pay for the pay-per-view. We will see, but it's a world championship fight. It's the most prominent fight that's on there. Again, the secondary WBA title belt at heavyweight belongs to Trevor Bryan. He's fighting a late replacement in Jonathan Guidry out of Louisiana. Will that be a one-sided fight? Again, Brian heavily favored to remain undefeated. We'll see what happens there and all the other fights on the undercard. For now, we are done. We are good. Thank you for finding me, however you did so, through the Sports Gambling Podcast network of shows, social media link, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Again, you want to follow or subscribe to this podcast. We're out in the preview mode on Fridays heading to the weekend with the Big Fight Weekend podcast. For now, we're good. My thanks to the folks with uh, BAZPR, uh, and uh, the great job uh, by uh, Steve Pratt and Colin Bradley and the guys with them on the ground in Ohio to get me Boom Boom Mancini to plug away uh, for this fight card on Saturday night. Boom Boom, the Boxing Hall of Famer, is on the call Saturday night. Makabu Mashunu is the uh, Cruiserweight World Championship fight that will headline that fight card. My thanks also to Dan Birmingham, the longtime corner man to world champions like Winky Wright, Jeff Lacey, and Keith one-time Thurman, one time back next week to fight Mario Barrios. And Dan was giving us a bit of a preview of their camp, the insight on Barrios, what he thinks about one time in the layoff. We thank Dan for that. And the boxing writer also with me. Man, it's been a packed podcast. David Payne, boxingwriter.co.uk. Uh, always love his insight. Go to his website, read him, see him on social media at The Boxing Writer, sorting out the heavyweights and everything in the UK. Next weekend, Chris Eubank, Liam Williams fighting in the UK. David will probably have something on that on his site soon as well, but we appreciate his uh, insight verbally, at least anyway, here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. For now, we're done. We're good. Read the website, bigfightweekend.com. Thousands and thousands and thousands of you finding us through the podcast. Tens of thousands of you reading us 
us on the BigFightWeekend.com website. Uh, I just uh, I have looked at that at the end of uh, 2031, we had over 300,000 unique visitors. Over 300,000 of you worldwide, not just in the United States, that visited BigFightWeekend.com. And that's not that's not saying that uh, out of that 300,000 that there weren't many of you repeatedly visiting BigFightWeekend.com. Keep it up. But over 300,000 uniques. Well, we have grown, and I say thank you to all of you that are finding us on the written content. Keep it up here as we end January, and keep it locked in here on the podcast as well. Much on the site in the preview and the recap mode throughout the weekend on BigFightWeekend.com. We'll come back next week where that Thurman Barrios fight will be front and center as well on pay-per-view. The big fight card, uh, matchroom boxing as well with Eubank Jr. and Liam Williams. Claressa Shields is the co-feature defending her titles, Ladies World Champion, on that fight card in England next weekend. The bigger fights are coming up and coming around in February and as we go on throughout the year. Any of the news, the previews, the recaps, you'll find out about it on BigFightWeekend.com. You'll hear about it on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. I am merely TJ Reeves. My thanks to my guys Sean Green, Ryan Kramer, Sports Gambling Podcast, and their network of shows for helping promote us as always. Enjoy the fights this weekend. We'll write about it and recap it this weekend. We're back to talk more boxing next week on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Bye.